This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, Season 2, Episode 7, I believe that's correct. Oh yeah, 7, um, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah probably, yeah. yeah. We, are, we are your hosts, Maz, Ryan and Ben, and of course it is an absolute pleasure to be here with you all today. Um, so, 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 so pleasurable. It is. So <laughs> Boys, I mean... Sorry, listen. I've had the flu since Wednesdays, so and then I had to go to London uh, oh, yeah, and swap my brother actually, the marathon, so... Like running around, I know I didn't. It felt like I ran a marathon, even though my brother was the one that done the marathon. Ben, I, I've, running I've around got a theory, London ben. trying to follow. I've Go got on. a theory. I, I think you caught some kind of variant at Palace away. Because it was ever since you went to Palace away, you didn't. You felt yeah. a bit. Well, a bit it, I had a stag do on the Friday, and then I had uh, a festival at Boundary on the Saturday, and then it was Palace away on the Monday. So I think I just finished my body off as well. Yeah, yeah that's true. Me. How have I survived yeah, that? Like I'm actually like God completely knows. fine. I've I've dodged all yeah. illnesses recently. I don't know how. So this is going to be famous last maybe, words when I never to Ryan, be die. Maybe, like maybe you're the vaccine, Ryan. Maybe you are. The <laughs> get get to the like Norwich one. and then just die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some yeah. illness that the I can su- track somewhere. The super spreader. The super spreader. There's a lot of Boy. stuff going around in Norwich, isn't there? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Right. Anyway, swiftly moving on, boys. Listen, we go into the international break. Sixth in the league. Now that. Is, let's just talk about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ryan, let's it's kick it off. Shabby Alonso, it's, it's not too really? shabby, Alonso, is it? It's not too bad, is it? It's all right. Shabby Alonso. Right. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, not too bad. Um, yeah, I think Arsenal-wise, we should have won that game, I thought. I was, yeah. I was absolutely soaked all the way through, to be honest with you. Uh, by the time, I, I still feel What, because you're drenched. watching Mark Cucurella? <laughs> I just feel I still feel drenched thinking about that game you know you know it's just like in your socks like it just wasn't it oh wasn't mate fun, no. No. yeah mate that um, weather was horrendous that day oh mate the I was drenched in a nice warm pub that I managed to find Ryan trust me <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah though the game wise I thought we played pretty well considering the conditions as well to be fair we played some decent football I thought yeah. if anything it was probably some of the nicest football we've played this season I was, yeah I was going to say I, how I was so happy the with the weather performance was. performance yeah, was yeah, unbelievable yeah. Yeah, we played so them off the good. park, really. And I, I I put a tweet on about that, something like that. I said, we, we played Arsenal off the park or something. And I had all the Arsenal fans bite into it saying, oh, where's the trophy? Raining. Or like, it was raining. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, you're celebrating a draw or something. And I was like, I'm not celebrating a draw. I'm just saying we played well. Like, we were allowed yeah. to play well and, and yeah. draw the game. Um, no, exactly. So I didn't, I didn't get those bites at all, to be honest with you. But yeah, I thought we played well. We deserved to win. I mean, the amount of chances we had, it felt like last season, in my opinion. Like, it literally, yeah, so many yeah. flashbacks yeah, to last year. Yeah, it really was. So but yeah, chances. deserved a lot more. Kukurea, what, what a player he is. He's oh, just different as well, isn't he? He really is. Cuckoo baller. Really That's what I need to start calling him. Cuckoo baller. He's a boy, mate. And I'm so happy, sort of like, well, just from a personal standpoint, he's sort of proven my point. You know, when I said at the beginning of the season, I was like, I think he's going to be, I'd rather sign him than a striker. Do you remember I said that? Everyone, everyone like, you know, some of our viewers were a bit like, what are you talking about, Maz? Like, we need well, a striker. I question that as well, but yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, don't get me wrong, we do still need a striker, I think, to go along, you know, Neil Mopay, in my opinion, because Welbeck, you know, sometimes doesn't stay fit throughout the whole season, so it'd be good to have that. And we saw Nunes, you know, banging in goals in the Champions League. We saw... Um, two against Barca. Yeah, Barca. Two against, two against Barca. Barca. And then obviously Gyurkarez as well. Got a big shout out to him. He scored what, nine goals in eleven games now yeah. in the championship. So like, and Zakiri just scored against Dortmund Zekiri, over the weekend. I know yeah. he's still our player, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, look, they, they, I think they're going to come back, and that will help a lot. But yeah, just going back to the original point, I think yeah, that Kukurea signing, I think that was huge. So you know, good. we really need that left wing back position was a position that we really needed to sort out. And yeah, I mean, what a, we can't get a better replacement. I mean, well, no, better even signing. My, even my million. dead, even my. 
dead. Even my dad, sorry, he's not dead. Even my dad. <laughs> even not sorry, dead. my brain is gone. By the way, this is the flu talking. <laughs> even my dad. Even he's my dad dead. said that Cuckoo Satcher because he thought for some reason he's called like Sriracha or something. Like Cuckoo Satcher, like he's a great player. I was like, no. So when my dad Satcher says he's a good, good player. player. He's yeah, a very good player. player. But yeah, no, so he's just mean, different level. Like, yeah, he was good as well. Yeah. I think he literally won every challenge that there was to yeah. win, to be honest. And I, I said as well about uh, injuries-wise, because he works so probably <laughs> he wins that ball so much. But no, like, there, was, there was just like so many, um, so many injuries, weren't there? We obviously were Welbeck mm. out, uh, Webster, yeah. Bissouma, and obviously Lamptey. I think Lamptey was yeah. preparing to come on, but didn't come on in the end. Um, but yeah, no, like, the amount of players we have out, and the fact we're still mm. able to play Arsenal off the park really and, and, and then inform Arsenal as well not the Arsenal of you know the first sort of couple of months of the season you know they were on the back of I think four wins uh, obviously they dismantled Tottenham 3-1 so um, you know we were playing an Arsenal side that was supposed to be on a lot of confidence um, mm. I thought we played them off the park and as I say we yeah. should have won the game really and um, to be fair to Ben White he had that was it um, I think it was against Trossard where he cleared it pretty much off the line it was a great challenge mm. Um, yeah. yeah, he he was, yeah, he was annoyingly good against us. But um, I, I, I actually I want to mention, um, I want to mention why if you if you're watching this and you did boo him, why would you boo Ben White? Did I they? really 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 didn't understand that. Yeah, there was a yeah, small I portion heard... of the ground that booed Ben White, and I really Fucking don't idiot, get it. Right? I don't get it. I heard about yeah, this, just fickle yeah. fans. Uh, Probably why the same would you person that put Mopé's goal against Palace on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That was um, no, oh, that was so embarrassing, was so, it? To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's funny, but, why but, you do but that? I just yeah, mm. I I did hear about that, Ryan, and it's obviously you, you were in the ground, so you would have heard it as well. But mm, I heard about that, it. and I was I was so confused. Like Ben White, and we've said this, we've said this multiple times, haven't we, on the podcast? All of us, we've said that you know why would you boo Ben White? He's he's gone off to try and better himself. You know, he's gone to you know, no, they are fifty a million club, pounds, hundred twenty yeah, grand a week. Like, who's saying no yeah. to that? I mean, I'm not being funny. I'm taking that. I'm leaving. Brighton to go for a five million pound payout, and we've got eighty million pound Shane Duffy playing for us now, who made like two unbelievable. We'll get onto it. He, he was, made two unbelievable he challenges. He was yeah, not unreal. just the challenges; he was everywhere. He was playing yeah. midfield. He was playing up front in some portions of the game. Like he was literally everywhere. And yeah, I was really, to be honest with you, Duffy and uh, my dad agreed at the time. We thought Duffy was man of the match, and um, it's fair play to Kukure because he was very good. But I thought yeah, Duffy, you know, the way he was. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the challenge against the Bamiyang, okay, it was offside, mm. but that was yeah, a that great was tackle. That and, was and that was the fact he kept up with Bamiyang so well as well yeah. was really reassuring. Like, I, I don't I've know never if that's a bad thing on Bamiyang or the fact that Shane Duffy just had <laughs> yeah. pace on yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Bam- I think Bam- it was the pace. Lost all his pace. I think it was the pace of Duffy, though, because like, genuinely he kept up with them pretty much the whole way through the game. Even Smith Rowe, he kept up with on a counter attack, and you know, Smith Rowe is rapid as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I th- Duffy was fantastic. Really did. Aside, aside from that, aside from that, um, Emil Smith Rowe chance in the second half, I think the whole defence kept them pretty much relatively quiet. I can't think of another chance yeah. in the in the second half no, that was like a clear really, cut yeah. chance. No, not in the second, Emil, no. Yeah, the Emil Smith Rowe run. It was a great save from Sanchez as well. And you know, Duff, I, think, I think it was Duffy, wasn't it? Who sent him out yeah, wide? Duffy a done bit. unbelievable. Yeah, to like block, he was like blocking Saka's, blocking the pass to Saka, but also at the same yeah. time making it, forcing him out wide. And he was just, exactly. it was yeah, unbelievable. Was yeah, he was no, really good. Was so yeah, apart, apart from that, in the second half, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I can't think of anything they did, to be honest. I saw, I saw Robert Sanchez in Nando's in Hobe after the game. It's a really weird place to see. After it. the game? Um, yeah, so <laughs> I went Nando's after the what game in Hove. And um, Robert Sanchez just chilling over there with his uh, with his girlfriend and like I think it was some of the like physio team or something like that. But yeah, they were just like chilling. And um, I mean, yeah. listen, who who Fair doesn't love a, love a cheeky Nando's after after a, yeah. a, a draw against yeah. Arsenal? Well, love it. Well, I love it. Um, just just going back quickly as well. Um, because I said um, so actually let's start with you as well Ryan because we both we, we both went on behind enemy lines so I went on an Arsenal podcast uh, with Lee, Lee Judges Dan Potts and Kevin Campbell and then Ryan you went on um, AFTV as well we got the big call up oh, yeah. uh, that, was you, so nice, they yeah, that was so sick they DM'd us we got a DM we got a DM that was class yeah, so was Ryan for, bad, threw yeah. the flag for us because uh, me yeah, and Ben were out of action uh, but yeah Ryan how, first of all how was that AFTV yeah it was good fun actually yeah they're really nice guys as well like Proper sound, really nice guys. Mm. Um, I, I was quite surprised, to be fair, because obviously Arsenal fan TV has a bit of a like reputation a rep. for being, yeah, yeah. you know, quite arrogant and all that. But no, they're really nice, mm. uh, really reassuring, you know, because obviously there's a bit of nerves coming to there, and like you see them, and then they're sort of asking you questions, but mm. like eased really quickly and really nice guys. Um, also, trust our club to be able to, yeah, trust our club to let them film in the stadium. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I haven't, don't get me wrong, I haven't watched any of their other pro, uh, like series of the box to box stuff you've done. 
but I can't imagine that any other clubs maybe have let them in the stadium. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it was quite surprising actually because I didn't think we'd be allowed. But then uh, when I saw it, I was like, fair play. Like, um, because I was looking around the Amex. Once I got there, I parked up in the Bennett's Field car park. Mm. And I was just sort of like looking around, walking around You'd the ground. I walked to see around like, outside, yeah. Yeah, I think I did like two laps of the ground before um, I actually thought about asking <laughs> oh, <yeah>. someone. Have <laughs> you seen Arsenal fan TV anywhere? Um, and then you, I asked a few yeah. stewards. I was like, do you, do you know Arsenal fan TV? And they're like, Arsenal fan? No, no, no idea, mate. No idea. And I was just like, right, okay, I keep looking around, see if they turn up or something. Because I only had their Twitter DMs, you know, so it's not or Instagram. Yeah, DMs, yeah, so it's Instagram, not like yeah. I could really like just message them. Just but yeah, call, it yeah. turns out they're in the South Stand, and I just went over there and. Had a little chat, yeah. and yeah, they were nice guys, really good. Um, Turkish, really nice guy, really nice. Yeah, guy. no, mate, he gave well. us he gave us a lo- he gave us a lovely little intro, didn't he? Uh, when yeah, the yeah. start of the video, so that was that was lovely. Uh, but no, no, it was really good. Then obviously, oh, yeah, we, we both went on those podcasts, and um, our, um, literally, was it the um, I spoke to Lee Judges and yeah, Kevin Campbell, well, Kevin Campbell as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Campbell, yeah, mate, absolutely, he's a legend, mate. Uh, but yeah, he, he we were talking about Tommy Yasu and um, Kukurea. So just going back to that battle, just quickly, I just want to talk about that because um, yeah, I said before the game how important it was because Tommy Yasu against Spurs, he was brilliant, he was really good, and then I feel like he he had a bit of a stinker against uh, Kukurea because I think he got I feel like Kukurea, off the ball, absolutely, absolutely like half yeah, the size yeah, yeah, of him. <laughs> so so Ben, you know, just, just quickly, oh, go, on. Oh, go on, go on, go on, go on. I was, I was going to say about Tommy Yasu, and it was really funny because. After that Arsenal fan TV filming, I had to go to London for another filming for this other people, Football Terrace or something. Um, mm. So shout out those guys anyway. They're nice guys. Um, but anyway, there was loads of Arsenal fans. They were mm. so deluded. Like, literally, they are probably one of the oh, most deluded are, fan bases I've what? ever come across. That doesn't, that doesn't and, sound like them, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they, there was like three Arsenal fans. I'm not like, having a go at them if they do watch this video. Like, they're, they're sound guys. But... Saying Tommy Yasu is clear of Trent. Seriously, what? Surely he can't be serious. They were what, like, they oh, he's that? like, yeah. They were, they were, they were being serious. They were like, oh, if Tommy Yasu plays like that, you know, another couple of games, we can start comparing him to Trent. And I was just like, oh my god, like oh, genuinely you being serious. Mate, maybe I mean, the only thing I can well, think is they're like saying current form. Well, no, defensively, going forward, Trent is uh, is the best right back. Oh, yeah, he's first uh, in everything. Uh, he's, the best, he's the best right back yeah, in the yeah, league. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, he just is. Yeah. And I mean, to disagrees. hear that is is, is very interesting yeah. to me. <laughs> but yeah, so I, think, I, I, think, I genuinely think they do that. I think I think these Arsenal pages, I think they say that kind of stuff to get people to go no, and then we talk about it here. You know what I mean? I think they say it to get true clicks and shit like that. Yeah, no, it works. They've seen AFTV do wonders about all that kind of stuff so yeah but yeah I, I thought that was a really key battle and I, and I feel like Kukurea won that all, like hands down yeah all day uh, all, all day, all day. Yeah, he's you know, he, he, he had the beating of him all day and that's the thing because we don't play with wide players like we don't really have out and out wingers how you know how key is our right wing back and our left wing, wing back he was really good very, coming inside as well I thought he was you know he was floating in, in midfield mm. as well Kukurea mm. he, he looked as I say just looked a class above and I think on another day with Tarek Lamptey fit because um, oh. I thought yes, no, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, it was just crying out for a Lamptey. Because if you had both of them terrorising oh, yeah. either, either side, I thought yeah. we could have really destroyed him there. But yeah, it's a shame we couldn't just, see more of him. Some Into on the bench as well. So, talking uh, of Lamptey, uh, Ryan. Talking of Lamptey, I, yeah. I like even even the last ten. I was thinking this in my head. I was like, just chuck him on for the last five ten minutes. Like, imagine the pace and how much he could really just. You know, hurt the, that back line, especially who's the left back? Tierney. I know he's not, he's not slow by any by any by any stretch. However, like having Lamptey go up against Tierney for that last mm. five ten minutes, the trossard had the better of Tierney a couple of times as well. Exactly. Like, and, like, you know, imagine imagine those conditions. You know, when it's like raining like that, the you know slippery Tariq Lamptey just in behind. Like you know, I think for the last ten minutes, why didn't he just chuck him on? I know. Obviously yeah, maybe he's I'd like to, to see you know, ease him in. Yeah. Like Sometimes you just want well. to go go for it, but then I suppose at the same time you think how long has he been out for like eight months, nine months? So mm. I can sort of see yeah. both sides. I swear it's because approaching, going to be approaching a year soon, isn't it? Yeah, not, yeah. I swear. Yeah. I think um, you're right. But yeah, if you think about it, it, like do you remember when we chucked Izquierdo in just that little bit too early and it just finished him mm. off? So yeah, I can sort of see the yeah, I can see the worry because we basically yeah. ended Izquierdo's career by chucking him in too early. So. Um, yeah, I, I can see both sides, but yeah, at the mm. same time, you you know, for the sake of ten, fifteen minutes, you'd like to see him just take that gamble and think. Yeah. You know, if it was him and Kukurea on either side, you're just you're looking at, you know, some serious chances being created. But I, so I really like the so. dynamic that March offers on the right wing back. Yeah. it'll he be like good, an actually. inverted wing back. Mm. Like that's yeah. something you don't really see too often, and it adds something mm. new to our game. But I did yeah. like Solly March playing right wing back, and it's good that we he's not just 
they're going to be playing on the left. He can he can come on and have a good impact. Yeah, he was really strong. Really strong when he came on. Like he was, he had a lot of uh, pace about him and all that sort of thing that you want to see from a winger. But the only the only thing that always lets down with Solly March is because we all know he's got he's capable of it. It's just his shooting, and and he's yeah. so capable of banging in you know twenty five yard screamers, but it just doesn't happen enough and like he gets into these positions takes on some players gets into the yeah. position but then his yeah. effort's always so tame it's like it's like get a bit more power behind it you know but because um, yeah, we know he can do chance. it do you remember he had that one chance Ryan, um, in the second half where I think it was quite yeah. late on where he, he should have on his left passed set, left foot. Yeah, and he should have passed, in my opinion. I was like, pass, pass, pass. Like he could, I think it was um, Trossard on the edge of the box, or, or McAllister, and he could have literally just laid him off on the edge of the oh, box, he and instead mm. he just shot, mm. and he just absolutely skied it. And I was like, that's oh, just right, one yeah. like little moment. Yeah, I was like, one moment. I was like, like that decision-making, you know? I know, I think, I think off-air you were talking about Dan Burns. I think that was your biggest moment. But for me, my biggest moment was the Solly, Trossard put the ball over. Oh, no, Alexis crossed it to Solly March. He headed it across goal. And Ramsdale pulled off. Oh, I've, yeah. I've slated Ramsdale a lot, but he pulled off yeah, an yeah. unbelievable save to parry it because Neil Mopo was going to tap that was, in. Yeah, 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 I remember that. That was one of the best Wait, saves I've seen for a long time. Ramsdale turns into Neuer against us. Do you remember, yeah. like, for, for Bournemouth, for when he was, like, oh, yeah. unbelievable? Yeah. And, yeah, and for Sheffield United as well. He always just turns into, like, prime Manuel Neuer whenever <laughs> yeah, he plays he against us. But, yeah, fair yeah. play to him. That was a class save, that. Very, I mean, I don't he know was how good. He, he, was, that. he was pretty good, to be yeah, fair. Ramsdale. Yeah, I thought first half he was a bit shaky, Ramsdale, but then second half mm-hmm. he was he when he was pretended solid. to get being knocked out remember dunk when he plays it over the bar he pretended to be like knocked out on the floor when because duffy oh, yeah. kind of like clattered into him a bit yeah fumbled <laughs> yeah. the ball a bit i wasn't sure what was going on there down. i thought um i thought like dunk was completely out of it because i was like oh god what's happened to him but mm. yeah, no, fair yeah. Play that was a good opportunity i don't know if it went in it maybe it would have been given as a foul i don't think it would have because i think he did genuinely like, yeah, drop yeah. the ball and then duffy yeah. made the tackle yeah. so that was a that was a big sitter for dunk no, definitely. And also, talking of sitters, let's let, let's talk about uh, Dan Byrne because I I've I, you know again I, th- I think I say this every week, but um, I've been his biggest critic critic in the past. <laughs> but I, I I honestly I I have to give him his credit. I thought him for me like the sort of the three standouts were Kukurea, Dan Byrne, and Trossard amongst uh, and Duffy like the, oh, basically the whole team. The whole team the whole Mojo team were brilliant. Mojo, no, the whole, whole, yeah, the whole team were brilliant. Yeah. However, let, let's focus on Dan Byrne um, because yeah, yeah he, he had that sitter didn't he, which in my opinion was a sitter where he headed it over the bar, uh, but. Aside from that chance, I thought he was brilliant. Um, you know, he d- mm. didn't really put a, f- a foot wrong. Um, yeah, Ryan, what do you think of his performance um, against Arsenal? Dan Byrne, uh, yeah, again, he, he's done it again. I think against um, Palace, he was really strong, I thought, first half. I thought he was really unlucky to get subbed off because he was winning everything. And obviously, he had those two moments against Saka in the first, like, 15 minutes where Saka literally skinned him twice. And I was thinking, oh, God, mm. have we got, like, a, a <laughs> Dharma go Traore moment coming well, on here? Um, but, yeah, since that, like, obviously, Kukurea was really beneficial for Burton, I think. He sort of, mm. like, covered him a bit, uh, especially to begin with. But then after that, solid. And uh, apart from that chance where you would have liked to see him score, you know, that's yeah. got to be hitting the back of the net. Which, by the way, what a ball from Dunk. Like, that was... Yeah. That was perfect delivery. Well, I mean, he's you passing on FIFA like fifty. I know FIFA yeah. in the Bible. We say it all the time, but yeah. you know, you've got to be you've got to be joking with the passing. How many centre backs are going to swing in a ball like that? That was ridiculous. The swerve yeah. on it, yeah, Such inch perfect. Um, yeah, but yeah, you just want to see anyone else but Dan Byrne probably on the end of that. I mean, if that was Duffy, that's going in the back of the net. But tallest bloke yeah. in the Premier League is probably the worst. Head can't head of the ball. Well, Ryan, you that's say that. So Duff, to be fair to Duffy as well, he even by his own admission after the game, he said that he should have had a hat trick um, when he when yeah, he had a post match interview. Yeah, he had yeah, yeah he had two chance. or three some solid chances and and also as well the last minute as well. I know I know we got this uh, as a talking point. Um, there's a penalty shout right in the dying minutes. I think it was ninety second mm. or ninety third minute where Gabriel appeared to pull him down. Now I watched a few replays it's a tough one it's, it's not a stone wall in my opinion however i can see a case being made because he does sort of like have his arm entangled like with duffy but i just yeah, felt like it was a bit soft if, a bit. yeah if, if it was given or if i was an arsenal fan and that was given i would have been yeah. absolutely fuming i've seen that soft stuff like that being given and you'll probably be yeah. see it be given out like the champions league because some of the var decisions they've been making the champions league is horrendous but maybe last season that might have been might have been given but i think they're a bit more uh they're less lenient these days, aren't they, in the Premier League? Which is, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of. I am a fan of. Like, taking a Brighton cap off, then I would have. I'm happy yeah. I wasn't given as a penalty. Yeah, yeah, I yeah agree. for sure. I, I, I agree. Before I, didn't I forget. Before did, I forget. Did it, oh, go on, Ben. I, I don't know. If we talk about the penalty still, actually, yeah, keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, right, Ryan, in the stadium, did it look like a penalty to you? Because obviously, we, we, I was watching it on TV, so I got to see the replay straight away. Obviously, in the stadium, you're not, you don't get that straight away. Yeah. 
Um, I don't. I didn't think so. Obviously, we claim we go penalty ref, but yeah, yeah. reality is like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I when I watched it back, I only watched it back yesterday. To be honest with you, um, mm. and I didn't think it was a penalty. I thought that that was really soft. And yes, I agree with Ben. Like, I, I think. I'm glad that they're not given these really, really soft ones. And maybe, mm. um, you know, some people were saying we were robbed, but <sighs> we look at Leicester. Yeah, so we yeah, got away with it big it's time yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go complaining about referees and VAR at the moment because we've had a bit of luck on our side recently. Mm. Um, but yeah, go on, Ben. What are you going to say? Um, I was going to say, obviously, kind of, I was watching Jakob Moda in the first half and I was thinking he's he's been playing unbelievable. I was kind of thinking with, like, like kind of post-Basuma, like when he does eventually leave, I was well happy with the way Moda was playing. He played a bit more yeah. central, I believe, didn't he? But he was all, yeah. also all over the park. But um, I was kind of thinking, like, we're in safe hands with Moda. I think if Basuma does leave, yeah. we've got a, we've got a quality player there, he does, Moda. He, he does like he does all the basic stuff, right? Right? Like that's what you want mm. from someone. You don't. Like, you know, he's not your your flair player, or he's not going to you know do anything. In- like out extraordinary out of this world you know, maybe he will in future but right now he just does all the basic stuff right now that's what i love and, he, and he's a he's a workhorse i mean he just doesn't stop running mm. he's always he's, like you said he's he's everywhere on the pitch i think that's just what you need from from a i actually think as well though he does have a bit of flair about him i think he's got a bit of skill um we saw against he's, England te- he's very when he, technical yeah. when he skinned walker he completely left him for dead yeah. and i think he's got that in him as well like we've seen it a few times he goes in these little runs and always seems to keep the ball next to his feet um, but yeah, I agree. I think Modo, he's got a lot of growing time as well. He's only like 21, mm. 22. Mm. So yeah, the, young, the yeah. amount of time he's got on his hands, I mean, what, Basuma's like 24, 5? So when, mm. when Basuma obviously first came in, he was like 21. So you can only imagine the sort of player that Modo can be, um, particularly under Potter. Like, let's be honest, he could make him into a solid player. Um, uh-huh. But actually, another outside shout I want to I wanna say, because obviously, as we say, like the whole team was... Good. I think you can't really say a bad word about anyone. No, to it wasn't be honest a bad you. performance. Um, yeah. No, you can't, to be honest. And I think the only um, the only one that hasn't really been mentioned anywhere that I've seen was Adam Lallana, and I thought he yeah. was so good again. And um, being able to watch him properly, um, you know, because on Sky you see him, and then it you know the camera moves on. But then when you watch him, he was just organising and shouting at everyone and getting everyone up, and you know, the sort of vice captain that you want in a team. You know, he was. Absolutely brilliant, and uh, obviously all the stuff that apparently he's done off the pitch as well with various players and under twenty threes players. You know, he's he seems like such a top guy, and you can see that on the pitch as well. You know, I think he's someone that's really heavily respected, and you can sort of see that it shines through on the pitch. And he's got the class to go with it as well. You know, he's obviously been there and done it in all these different uh, competitions. But yeah, yeah, I thought I thought the Lana was you know again basically a second captain on the pitch. He links up with all of our creative players so well, and yeah, yeah, he's he's the. And and always think, picks think, the right pass as well, doesn't he? He never puts yeah. a foot wrong at the pass. He always, he just seems to see something that no one else does, and I think that's what's so good about him. But but I think that's the key difference, Brian. Like in you know the Palace game, so we saw the difference where it, we had what was it? We had Lalana. Um, well, who's the starting three in the midfield? Lalana, Lalana, Gross, uh, and um, Gross. And... That was fairly attacking, wasn't it? Yeah, Moda. Yeah. Was it Moda? No, Moda didn't start against Palace. Moda didn't start. Anyway, oh, so, so basically... I thought you were talking about Arsenal still for some reason. No, no, no. So the, sorry, the point, I'm, the point I'm trying to make anyway. So the, the three we had in the midfield for Palace, in comparison to the three with Moda... It was just two, Mo- though, wasn't it? No. Yeah, it was it's just, just, just Lallana yeah, and Gross, yeah. yeah. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. there you go, yeah, yeah. So I just felt like the difference we had, we because with Moda in there, it just felt a bit more solid, so then that yeah. gave Lallana um, that ability just to go a bit more forward, a bit more creative, a bit, just to basically be himself, right? Whereas I feel like with, with Palace, he didn't have... Well, he, he did do that. He was great. I thought Lallana played well against Palace, but he just didn't have... We didn't have that Moda-type player or the Basuma-type no. player to help sort of gel it all together. And I think that was When you've got a Moda or Basuma, it, it basically just allows us to be so fluid as well yeah, because they can just exactly. switch positions so quickly, um, particularly Lallana. He can just float in, you know, in between all these different positions, and obviously, you know, Moda covers on the wings and covers everywhere else. And you can basically put him in goal and do a job, to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah, I think our midfield is so good. And once we got Basuma back, I don't know what, how long that's going to be because I, I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be one of those where it's like you know, we don't see him for another three for months, another or something month ridiculous. or something. Like, yeah, sure. um, we've got the international break, not, so but, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully but he comes he's, back he's also break. still training as well, isn't he? So like that's is the he? only positive I could see. Yeah, from maybe he's just got like a little. Like a little uh, knock or something that's just taking a bit longer. Yeah. But I don't know, we'll see. And it was only it was Arsenal, right. wasn't worth risking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be beating teams like Arsenal, yeah. shouldn't yeah. <laughs> I actually like put Arsenal. that on, didn't I, after I was like, because yeah. I saw Sam t- quoted it, the now Arsenal. 
Uh, mm. He said that keep talking or something like that, and I got like two hundred oh, likes. Mate, they got so, I, so they, they got so triggered, so didn't they? they? I knew so they I quoted it, yeah. it again at full time, and I was sat on a train. I was just like, "Yeah, I stand by what I said. Uh, we should be yeah. beating teams like mate, Arsenal." We, <laughs> thing is, we, like, let's let's you know, even being biased, obviously we're you know we're all Brighton fans, but I I, I don't think anyone could be, could really argue against that we were the better team. I think like if you actually yeah, have yeah, to yeah. really say what, who was the better team, I think nine. Nine out of ten people, if you were not biased, you would say Brighton were the better team. I, I don't think yeah, you can. That's um, what was annoying me about, sorry, about Arsenal fans. And they were saying, oh yeah, we were really poor, we were really poor. Yeah, you were, but they had a yeah. full team out. Like they, Their whole team was, I thought, it's good on we paper when well. I looked yeah. at them. Yeah, yeah we, we just outplayed well. them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we had, as I say, like four major injuries, four big players out, and we still outplayed them. That was the point I was trying to make. Not celebrating a draw, I was just... You know, yeah. saying, look, we outplayed you with lesser team and you had a first team out. So, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch Arsenal Fan TV or any of the fallout from their side. Like, what were they saying? Because, yeah, I haven't watched Tyler um, anyone talk. I saw, I saw, I saw a bit. I saw, I saw Lee Judges. Um, I watched a clip of him earlier. He, he, he was just basically saying how, like, he thought it was a positive. He goes, he's still disappointed that they didn't beat us, but he said that they were happy. He was happy with the defensive performance to get a clean sheet uh, against yeah. us. And, and to be fair, prior to, prior to the game, when I, you know, when I was chatting to them, they were very like complimentary to us. They were like, look, you're a good team. We're not, we're, we're not coming into this thinking you're going to, we're going to steamroll no, you. Yeah. But, but at the same time, they were very, they were very of the sort of mindset of like, we sh- they should be beating teams like Brighton, you know, like yeah, they yeah, kept yeah, saying, they kept saying stuff like, oh, we should be winning this. Like we need to be winning this. We want to, yeah. you know, if we, and mm. to be fair, but then yeah, they okay, should be, shouldn't argue. they really? I mean, yeah, if they're exactly, Arsenal, yeah, exactly. they should be winning that game I the mean, money they spend the, the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, like, 100% they, are. they should be but yeah they should be beating 100%. teams up Brighton but unfortunately it doesn't work yeah. like that but um, <laughs> yeah. no I, I, I also, thought I thought we were good, good. so yeah. yeah. No, go, no, no go definitely, definitely. And um, also, we were talking about celebrating a draw, right? Um, just quickly, uh, it was funny yesterday, Palace yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys came from 2 0 down and uh, you, you drew tall, fair play. Great, you know, great, great comeback. Good, good fight. Yeah, at home great, to Leicester great, that we beat. Yeah, home to Leicester. Yeah, <laughs> we beat. Uh, and then you guys <laughs> celebrated a draw um, whilst you were having a go at us, apparently, for celebrating. So right. that's what I'm going to say on that one. Um, yeah. so, you know, you know so I, there you go. That's Which, how, by that's the way, how, our draw like. was so much more like dramatic. It was a 95th minute yeah. equaliser, a, a lob over the goalkeeper without having a kick in the game pretty much the whole way through. Yeah. And then against our bitter rivals. Their equaliser was in like the 67th minute at home yeah. to Leicester. Yeah. Who again we <laughs> yeah. at home. They didn't go push on, did they? So... No, exactly. Yeah. But no, yeah, just thought, thought, thought we'd throw that in there. Right, boys, yeah. I've got a bit of a topic as well, because, um, again, it was something that was brought up uh, in the previous podcast with Arsenal fans. It'll be interesting to get you, you two, well, all of our points of view on it. Um, so I was asked this question, and I thought I'd ask it to you boys, because I thought it was quite an interesting one. And we'll start with you, Ryan. Um, so they asked me, do you envisage Graham Potter being here uh, until, well, after this season? So at the end of the season, do you envisage him giving us another year or, or beyond that? Stop yeah. you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, unless unless it's a big club and it's a top four club, he's not going anywhere. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't see him going to Arsenal. I don't see him going to Tottenham. He's already rejected Tottenham. I don't see him. Possibly Leicester. Leicester's a, Leicester's one that could could sway him. I could see Interesting, that. Yeah. Because um, I don't, you know, don't want to say it would be a sideways step because it's not a sideways step. It's a bit no. bit of an improvement. But I feel I feel like if he would leave, it would have to be a much bigger improvement. It would have to be. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the one club that's probably the the one that I think is Man United, because um, you know, you know obviously if if yeah. they get rid of um, Ole, I don't think there's many tacticians out there that's going to suit our United squad, which is one of the best in the league. Managing Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> but then that's the only thing I think. Oh, I think yeah, Manchester yeah. United are the only club that would take him away, and if they did, that would be they would be lethal. I don't think they're smart enough imagine, to do that. Those clubs yeah. aren't smart I enough to make. I feel, they I just go like, for. They do the merry-go-round. They'll, they'll get Ancelotti yeah, yeah, yeah. or Conte or something like that. They yeah. just do the merry-go-round. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And that, that's and that's um, what I really respect with Tony Bloom. Sorry, Ryan, just quickly. That's what I really respect with Tony Bloom and uh, and you know the the higher ups. The fact that they gave Potter after you know he didn't. He did well at Swansea, but he didn't really like, you know, he wasn't at the top of the table. He wasn't, you know, top four. I think he was sort of languishing in like sort of seventh or eighth with, with Swansea at the time. I think he was. And, um, you know, it wasn't like exactly like he was like this superstar manager, but he was still, you know, we, we sort of took a little tiny bit of a risk on him. And he, he came with an identity. He had like, you know, you know, he built something at Swansea, built something at Ostersunds. You know, he's had a track record of really building out of teams that aren't exactly amazing, but built them an identity and made them play really good football. So I think, you know, a lot 
of credit has to go to Tony Bloom and, and, and you know, the higher-ups for not going to, you know, like a, I don't know, like a Sam Allardyce or, you know, like a David Moyes-type manager mm. where, who's a proven, you know, Premier League manager, so to speak. Um, and think, we actually um, took a bit of a risk on him. Yeah, no, it, it, is, it is credit to Bloom for taking the gamble. But um, as you say, like, he's built these clubs up. And I think if he did go to a, a club like Manchester United where the finances are in place, you've got world-class players at your disposal, obviously. Mm. Could you imagine him going with the likes yeah. of Sancho, the likes of Rashford, the likes of Greenwood and Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes? You know, they are some of the best players the in the world. Um, and Manchester United, in my opinion, have one of the best teams in the league. I think they should be challenging for the title. They should be challenging for the Champions League. And that's bold, but I think they should. It's literally just because of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And I think the sooner they realise that, you know, that's when that's when I think I'll be worried. Because if they do get rid of Ole, I think Potter will be high up that pecking order. And I, I don't see yeah. any reason why he shouldn't be. Because mm. he deserves to be at a club like that, I think. I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Talking be, about this is actually making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's interesting though because I, I think it could go over two ways right so just to use two examples so one example is uh, when Klopp went from Dortmund to Liverpool took him what four or five years to win the league um, and you know he sort yeah. of went from a, a Dortmund which were you know a, a big club in Germany and you know but he was still sort of battling out with, with Bayern but the and thing then he went is to, with Liverpool, Liverpool though at the time Liverpool were awful like their team yeah. was absolutely awful was and they had to yeah, rebuild yeah, everything yeah, Manchester true. United have it all in place I mean you look at Tuchel coming yeah. over to Chelsea who in my opinion, is one of the best managers in the world, Tuchel. And he's come over to Chelsea. He's completely transformed them. Okay, his team is good, very good players. Yeah, they got. Yeah, but they have got not very Champions good League wingers. You know, they're not. They shouldn't be title contenders. That's, that's be why Champions Potter, to, Potter Spurs made sense because that was the rebuild that he needed, and they have the yeah. funds. They have the nice day, and they've good then, players that Potter could if use. He went to, that would have made if sense. If he went to Spurs, you know, then you've got the battle with Levy which is going to yeah. be unbearable. I couldn't imagine Potter and Levy working yeah. together under any circumstances. <laughs> and that's probably a similar reason as, you know, the Glazers could probably be unbearable to work with too. You know, you compare the likes of Tony Bloom, etc. If you had to go from that to the Glazers, you could see, uh, you know, a bit of a different different outcome. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I think the only yeah. team that is up there that is possible is United. Because obviously, as I say, Tuchel's at Chelsea, Klopp's at Liverpool and Pep's at Manchester go, City. Go on, Ben. I was going to say, I was, I'd literally watched like two minutes of Soccer M on Saturday and the two minutes I watched was Tubes' interview with Potter. And, yes. Uh, Tubes was trying to push the narrative of Graham Potter becoming an England manager soon. Mm. So that would, I don't know, that might make sense as well because, you know, Dan Ashworth, when he was at the FA, he always had like uh, Potter on his shortlist as someone that he mm. liked. So maybe there was, they were kind of, that was going to be a potential just, thing for England I, there then. Which I couldn't, I couldn't see that, that to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like he's still got a lot to give in the in the no, club yeah. sort of club management. I, just, I, I don't know personally. I just can't see. Yeah, I, I can't see him for at least another. I don't know, ten years probably, or yeah. even you longer. That's that about in, no, that's yeah, the thing about international manager jobs. International. It's like it's more of like a little retirement, like holiday type, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah that's like how there's he's, nothing he's to really build. Peak. Like Potter's yeah, not really even build. hit his stride yet. Like I feel like he's still very early on in his managerial career. I know he's I know he's been around for a while. Like you know he's had loads of previous jobs, etc. But I feel like he's still very early on in terms of what he can be. I feel like he's still he's still like not even hit you know what the mm. heights of what a manager he can be. In my opinion, I feel like he's I still think, got a lot um, to give. The only thing is with England is, say in the World Cup we flopped, yeah, and Southgate got the sack in an imaginary world. Say that happened. Um, because that's only next winter, right? It's not yeah. even far away. Um, so say that happened. Who else is there to take? I mean, there's... Who? There's, Eddie, you only want an English manager. Part two? Sam Allardyce part two? You only want an English manager. You're not going to take a, a, a foreign manager at an England job apart from Fabio Capello, which is a, a weird one. And Sven. But, yeah. Sven, you're on Ericsson. Sven, yeah. Sven, yeah. Sven, yeah. Sven, yeah. Sven, yeah. Sven, yeah. Put some respect on Sven's um, name. <laughs> but, um, Bertie Shags. I should only can't say birds anymore. It's not politically correct for fuck's sake. Yeah, you don't have to say that anymore. Um, um, also, as well, just um, going back, going back to the football. Anyway, um, also, sorry. Then the, the, the final example. You know, I was going to do the Klopp uh, example, and then the other example was David Moyes to Man United as well, because he went from Everton at the time, who were like he sort of built up, didn't he? He built up Everton to become this sort of mm. top six challengers or top eight. You know, consistently year in year out, he you know he really built that club up a lot, didn't he? Whilst he was there, and then he yeah. made the move to Man United, and he wasn't successful. So could you know? I, I'm basically seeing like there could be two paths for Potter. He either goes and smashes it at United, like if he were to go United. 
he'd either go there and smash it as like a uh, as like a Clockwood did, did at Liverpool, or he does a David Moyes route where it's like he goes there and then he just doesn't get given the chance. I think Man United. Have, I know it's a United podcast, but I think Man United learnt the lesson from Moyes. You got to give a manager time, which is why they've gone with Oli. They've yeah, got, we've given him like they've given him like. Yeah, yeah. What, how long has he been there? Like two or three years now. Yeah, two, 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 three years years too long, Ben. I think for them. No, hundred yeah. percent. My, brother, my brother's um, got grey hairs because of all he's good at Solskjaer. Like, um, but that, good, they've still learned the lesson. They they have to stick. They have to stick with their managers now. They've got to give them yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, and with with David Moyes, um, yeah, it was. It, I thought it was really harsh on him to sack him at the time. Um, but mm. obviously, it's another one of those where managers. You could be as a good a manager as you want, but it's managing the egos, and I think. Um, David Moyes perhaps at the time probably wasn't ready for facing some of the egos that he was about to face at Manchester United obviously he had the yeah. Everton egos but then there's Manchester United I mean you go from okay maybe you've got like a Basuma's a top player here then you go to Pogba then you go to Ronaldo then you go yeah, to yeah. you know the some of the biggest are, names in the yeah. world like you know I mean Ronaldo managed to single-handedly crash Coca-Cola uh, by moving a bottle <laughs> out of the way so yeah, you know yeah. you've got to manage him um, but then you know he's a, he's a psychologist. He's a uni level psychologist, degree level psychologist. So he's gonna. If there's anyone I think out there that's gonna possibly do like manage crazy Ronaldo, like that, Graham Potter. <laughs> it's, it's probably it's probably Graham Potter, and that's crazy to say at the moment. But I think the, the world's but, starting to sort of see it now. You know, it, no, it's not as mate, crazy to say for us anymore. Hundred percent. I think I think I think that's bang on, Brian. I like yeah. The, the podcast I went on, they, they were like literally waxing lyrical about Potter. They were like, honestly, we love him. We, we you know we love him at Arsenal. He's an amazing manager. Like I think the whole He's league is starting manager. to yeah. The whole league is starting to realise that mm. he is a he is a top. Man, we've been top on this. Two or three seasons yeah, now, boys. Yeah, like, we we've know. Been saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. most German English manager you'll ever see. I mean, like the way he <laughs> plays is so German um, because it's so efficient and it's it's so German. And <laughs> you know, I think Ben just so died halfway chill. through that. Yeah, um, and then you know the the high pressing, the jijen oh. pressing. If you're on Football Manager, the um, it's it's a, it's German, but it works so well, and it's yeah. something that you haven't seen uh, English managers take under. No. really ever to be honest with you I think Lampard tried it failed yeah. and um, I did a proper read up on all of this sort of thing because um, I was a real sad loser during the lockdown and I watched the uh, I read a book about like Tuchel I think it was and I think um, this is before Potter sort of broke into it the yeah. things Tuchel would go into before a game is ridiculous the, the attention to detail he would make players do the most obscure training sessions just to make them you know ready oh, for a game yeah I've seen some of his training methods small balls yeah, they? tennis balls yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy and I, and I think that's the sort of strange thing that Potter would do because you know he's this psychologist that'll work you out from the inside out and yeah mm. I think um, like yeah, the away days thing like that that still baffles me the fact that we have to meet at a hotel for home games and yeah. to pretend it's oh, an away yeah. day like yeah, that, yeah, it, yeah. it's obviously working now which is great I mean, yeah. yeah he did that last season didn't he was it last season yeah I think they still, still they still do it though they still yeah they do I saw them turning up on the bus and yeah. you know, it's just crass. unusual isn't it that's mad yeah. <laughs> no but no well, just to summarise this whole segment then about Potter look, look, I think we can all agree that we, we, we don't want him to leave but we're all, we're all realists aren't we we all know mm. that this day is going to come someday As just say, a I think there's one club on the market for him and it's and it's Manchester United and whenever yeah. that will be, but when it yeah. when it happens to Ole, I think it's more of a matter of when and not if. But yeah. then yeah, I'll be 100%. a bit worried. But other than that, yeah. no no concerns over anyone else. Yeah, and he's he's a boy anyway, right? And then so going into the international break, boys. Obviously, we all hate it, and uh, it's going to be a bo- boring boring international break as per usual. However, after that, we have got Norwich, so we might as well review Norwich uh, whilst we're here. Um, so. I'll kick us off. Um, to be perfectly frank, going into the game again and talking about on paper, this should be uh, a pretty four nil forward. Yeah, four, <laughs> five. I was going to say five, right? No, five. Like, no, Repeat no, last no, time. no, I don't want to jinx. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. However, going into it, I, th- I think Norwich. Yeah, they're not having a, a great season, are they? That, and that's been, they're not very been good very at football, fine. are they? Let's be honest. They're not at this season, especially. So but they're not pointless anymore. It, that may be laughable when you they're said that they're, they've got a point. The they've actually pointless. got a point. <laughs> they're the most pointless <laughs> club, but they have got a point now. Yeah, they have. They've got. <laughs> so this um, is what's crazy, right? And it's just come to my head now. The last time, do you remember when we played Norwich at uh, the Amex in that promotion era? We won 5 0, completely yeah. took them apart. Yeah. Murray Hattrick. That was actually the 29th of October, so that was very close to. To when we play them again, I, I'm not saying something spooky's going to be happening. But so I, I reckon, you know, if we're going to see a bit of a repeat of the five nil, 
I'd love yeah. to see that, wouldn't you? Could you yeah, imagine? That that also, as well, boys, boys, be be completely honest here. Can be completely honest, right? Because I just saw this this morning. Did you know, right? Out of the uh, Norwich um, team, right? Aside from Tim Krull, there's one more ex-Brighton player. Norman. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Did you know? It's because he's know got this, did, did you know? No, this, genuinely, did I did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I was watching them the I, other week, I and I looked at him. I was like, I, I, like, I recognise that bloke, and I had to Wikipedia him. Did we like, mention yeah, this on the podcast, like not even that long ago, about matches? Did we? Because yeah, oh, yeah we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I must yeah. have just absolutely zoned out at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he's one of their better players now. Until today, I, I literally had no clues with us, and obviously he didn't make an appearance, did he? But he was he was at the club for two seasons, I believe. He played as Andreas Norman. No, uh, uh, Matthias. Yeah, didn't Matthias, he? Didn't yeah. he come yeah, into Matthias, the? Matthias, yeah. I remember watching him play at some point. It must have. Maybe I watched an under twenty threes game a while ago, or maybe yeah, played a cup I, I, game I at some th- point. I don't think he ever made a first team. I'm ninety nine percent sure he didn't. Fair enough. Uh, maybe I'm, I watched I'm googling it now. Uh, yeah, so. He used to be quite decent. Yeah, I was quite surprised no, with no, that. No, no Brighton appearances. He was there from twenty seventeen to eighteen to twenty eighteen to nineteen, like officially. Yeah. But then he was sent out on loan uh, to Molder and yeah, also to. Because he played with. Didn't he play with Harland at one point? Yeah. yeah, maybe. And yeah, uh, Ostergaard yeah. as well. Um, potentially. But I'm pretty sure um, another one, Andres Dreyer, I think, is what maybe who you were trying to think yeah, of. Yeah, I'm thinking of Dreyer. Yeah. Danish. Was he Danish, I think? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good player. Dreyer, the winger. Though, yeah. But yeah, I, I, so until today, I, I was. Andres Dreyer. Yeah, so obviously Tim oh, Krull and, and Norman, both ex Brighton players. Uh, but yeah, so they got their first yeah. point against Burnley, uh, a nil nil draw. Well done, lads. That looked like. Uh, <laughs> before watching the highlights, that looks like the worst Premier League game you'd ever watch. Oh, and then, <laughs> then full time. Yeah. Sorry, I just threw my mic away. And full time, yeah, nil nil. Brilliant. Well, there was, there was seven yellow cards, Ben. That was about the highlight of the game. And also Sounds about the, Burnley, doesn't it? <laughs> the, highlight, the, um, the, the headline of, of one of the papers was Canaries off the mark with a goalless stalemate. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, Christ. what a rave review, but lads. What a Surely rave they're going to be second far Daniel Fark soon or Farky. Well, that's the thing. So Surely. they. they because they, they gave him a chance last year or the season Exactly. Before. They didn't sack him and he brought him straight back up. But you don't want to be that yo-yo side, do you? Like a West Brom where you just keep going down, keep yeah. coming up, keep going down. You want some That's kind of like... They've been, though, they're going to come up again, aren't they, West Brom? How West long Brom have Norwich again, just been the so. um, yo-yo team? How long have... Uh, we're talking before Farker, aren't we? I mean, we're looking probably... Five, six, seven years since ago, you've been I in a pram, Ryan. Of... Since I've been at nursery, that's how long they've been yo-yoing up and <laughs> Yeah, down, they've mate. just been yo-yo as long as I can remember. To be honest with you, I mean, even against like, I mean, when they had Hutton, didn't they? And then Hutton took him. He got him to like tenth, and then they took him down. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, got tenth, and then, then he got. They just always seem to come up and down, don't they? Just pointless. They literally, what's the point in Norwich? Yeah. Genuinely, it's so irrelevant. And to I'm be honest, f- I don't even really mind saying this on the podcast. Cause it's not as exactly like they've got loads of fans that's going to come and attack me. Because it's like yep. with Arsenal, it's like you get a bit of backlash. With Norwich, it's like there's not really any worries, is there? Like, what's what's going to happen? Like, you've got some guy They're literally like... so far away as well. That that part <laughs> no of England point. is just literally like no man's land, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, you forget it's like Norwich which exists in that little corner yeah. of, of the map. <laughs> The only reason I'd go to Norfolk yeah. is for a nice like family holiday somewhere on like a beach in Norfolk. That's literally the only reason you'd go. And I went on Norfolk. From a stag do dressed up as Alan Partridge. That's or, crazy about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I went on a school trip there in year 10 once. And that's about what? it. It's yeah. about, to see what? So, uh, we went to Norfolk Broad. So you know they're like boats um, on the Norfolk Broad. So it's like a... Um, like a basically like a really long river sort of thing, and we basically just travelled on fun. a boat. We lived in a boat. To be honest, it actually you should have just gone to the River Raider because we've got houseboats boat. over here. It's quality. <laughs> you live on a boat. It was quite fun though. Um, hey, don't we have to... a go at the boats. I've got people that live on boats right behind me. They were here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you sure genuinely enough. do. Genuinely um, do. But no. Just um, go on, go on, go, on go for it. No, I was, no, was going to say out about how irrelevant Norwich are. So it doesn't mean. No, just going back to Norwich as a team then. So just, just I'm just going to pick out a couple of players and then I'll. I'll ask God, yeah, we're like, doing who, the preview. Who, I've got to edit this. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. Sake. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So with regards to the, sort of the standout players, I suppose you, they got Todd Cantwell, uh, Billy Gilmore, who's obviously end yeah, Pookie. <laughs> but then yeah, but then like uh, uh, this, again, this, is no, this is no disrespect to Norwich. Oh, no if we lose, this is going to be so. This looks so bad on us. No, but no, but no, but no, no disrespect. Them, though. <laughs> on, on, on paper and and as we've seen by their results going forward I, I, you don't actually like I don't look at them and think wow like, oh no he, he's a danger he's a danger like, even I don't Campbell, think anyone like, in the league does that's why they haven't won a game yet <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, where are they going to win a game going to backfire isn't it we're going to fucking we're going to lose 
Norwich. We've Norwich. just been slaying them the whole time. Norwich will not beat us. I'll put money on it. Oh, Do you know what? Really? I'm, I'm saying it right now, yeah? I'm holding the mic up. I'm holding the... I'll take it out, right? Norwich will not beat us on the 16th of October. It's not going to happen, all right? Cheers. Oh, clip it up. Clip it up. Oh, no, uh, no, I'm with, I'm with Ryan. I don't. I, I mean, if we do happen. lose, it'll be a shambles. If we lose, we'll, there's yeah, more we'll chance of. Oh, I don't even know. Right there's the more chance of getting struck by lightning. <laughs> pissing in, pissing in the Queen's today. handbag is the one that they say. <laughs> Relegate the club, boys. Relegate the club. Um, if no, we get uh, really, yeah. if we lose to Norwich, I won't come on the podcast next week. Like, I just won't okay. Yeah, it's just All right. There you go. Right. You so let, let's. Okay. So so we've agreed that we don't we don't really rate uh, Norwich much. So Ben, kick us off, mate. Score predictions. Go. Ooh. Three nil. Grant Hanley's going to get sent Ooh. off because he's useless. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine oh, that. Really, 3-0. Right, go on. 3-0, Ben. Uh, any scores? Give, give us your scores as well. Give us your scores. Uh, going to score at Carrow Road again. Shock. Yeah. Um, I know he's only done it once. Um, who else? <laughs> Neil Mope. And then Grant Halley own goal. And then he'll fight the referee because he's so angry. <laughs> What's your agenda with Nuka? Yeah, he's got some random agenda against yeah. Grant yeah. Halley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just watching, I was watching match today. I was watching match today and he had a stinker against Burnley, I think, even though he didn't concede. Or maybe it was the weekend before when he had a stinker, but yeah. Basically, Ben, I think you're still delirious from your illness, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, Ryan, score prediction and who's going to score? 4-0. Uh, 4-0. Four, four four nil. We're going to smash it. We're going to break the record. We're going to break our record. No, yeah, it will break our record. That will, yeah, 3-0 gets Newcastle. The thing is, record. our track record for, for high-scoring games, apart from what I could think of, what, Newcastle last season? Swansea, we beat 4-1, wasn't it? And then, yeah, yeah, but that was that's, that's, that's the highest scoring, scoring I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah, yeah I go think on. So 4-0. 4-0. Go on then. Who, uh, who, I who, 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 who 4-0. I agree Leo's going to turn up. He's been good all year. Yeah, Leo's been he class. Always turn, he always turns up against Norwich. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. even at the home game, he remember he ripped them apart and he scored against them at home as well. Yeah. So I reckon we'll see a Trossard masterclass. Uh, we'll, see a, we'll see another Neil Mopé goal, hopefully, just because I love Neil Mopé. And... I reckon one of our centre-backs is going to score. I reckon it'll be Dudley. Tarek Lamptey like header. <laughs> yeah, there's probably more chance of ta- Tarek Lamptey scoring a header against Norwich. Than then Leaps over Grant Hanley and that's it in the top corner. So, yeah, I'm going to say Duffy. I'm going to say Duffy. Like, one of our centre-backs, I reckon, is going to yeah. score. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I yeah something like that. Well. Four, four nil. All right. I reckon. Four nil. Love that. All right. Well, listen, boys. I, I've just done a little. A little I want to say research because that's a bit. That's, that's not really giving myself. Justice, I looked but, up Todd Campbell's um, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I looked at our previous results against Norwich. Now, obviously, uh, when they were last up, we we beat them both home and away. Uh, you were right. Lando Trossard one nil win. Easy. And uh, the away tie, and then at home you beat them two nil again. Trossard scored as well as. Uh, Big Shane Duffy scored as well. Yeah, so that's I was going to say nil. Duffy, yeah. From a free However, uh, this, back, back do you remember? The, I don't know if you boys remember this game. Um, we lost two 0 against Norwich uh, in the Championship in 2017, yeah. and Stockdale scored two own goals. <laughs> yeah, do you remember them? They come off his, uh, they come off the post yeah, and hit him in the yeah, back yeah. and went in. Oh, well, oh that happens right. to us all the time. So days. anyway, yeah. so aside from the five 0 they've all been quite tight games, and I'm going to go with another tight one. I'm going to go with a one nil, uh, and I'm going to go with Trossard again. He's going to make it a hat trick of of games against them. Um, so I'm going to go 1-0 Brighton win Leandro Trossard no goals for okay. Norwich well I'll no be going to Norwich away so um, I'll keep Good you guys updated Give, on yeah, the, uh... yeah let us know, if it's, let us know yeah, how I'm bad they are I'll be riding horses by the time we've spanked five <laughs> past Grant Hanley <laughs> I'm a jockey yeah. now, yeah. I'll take you on the uh, lovely trip to uh, Norwich said no one ever yeah. yeah. uh, it is a, no, it's a great I've, I've always wanted to go to Norwich because like, it's literally like a train to I mean Jack Albion will be able to tell because he works on the train lines I think it's like you go to Cambridge and then uh, to Norwich it's like a well well good little train journey and just yeah it'd be quite train. chill to be honest just a nice yeah. little uh, train journey yeah. up and uh, try and meet Jack Jack Albion again I saw him yeah meet him saw him in the last game he, I didn't realise he sits in my block of uh, W3D, I think he's he? or close to it. Yeah, I didn't even realise he sat in the West Stand. I've only ever seen him drunk in the North Stand before. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out, Everyone's shout out drunk in the North Stand. Oh, brilliant. Um, right, boys. Well, that, that 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 I think yeah, that was a good little summary. Wax I think. Well, apart from us just absolutely slating Norwich for about ten minutes. Um, yeah. That was quite a good I mean, little. It's deserved uh... to be fair. Like as I say, <laughs> yeah. there's no point in that football. Yeah, I mean, I look, no when, when it, they've got no fans when it's, to attack me, so it's fine. Yeah. 
when a team's only <laughs> picked up one point all season, I think it's fair for us to criticise or, or give some kind Nothing. of, you know, uh, negative feedback. The only but point yeah. in Norwich is the fact that they put one point in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. The only point is against Burnley, and that's literally it. Right, so comments down below. It. Comments down below. What are we going with, boys, this week for the YouTube viewers? Uh, what is the going? point in Norwich? Yeah, what is? <laughs> yeah, that's it. What is the point in Norwich? That's all you got to write. Type it in now as we speak. What is the point in Norwich? And press send. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, yeah, please comment down below. What is the point in Norwich? And if you're a Norwich fan watching this, we're not sorry. We can't wait for the three points. I'd say it's time to apologise to absolutely nobody. <laughs> right. Okay, boys. Uh, it's been another cracker. I think. I think we've been on a bit of a roll recently. I, you know, I, th- I feel like the vibes have been immaculate recently. Uh, on the winning games, aren't we? I mean, that's no the thing. That's I think, literally. I think, yeah. Yeah. That does help, doesn't it? It does help when when we are winning and yeah. doing well. I think. I think the vibes are, are, are much better. But yeah, uh, we hope you all uh, enjoyed listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, of course, uh, we do. Please do hit the like uh, and also comment as well and of course subscribe if you haven't already um again it means a lot to us um, i really appreciate it and of course keep streaming apple and spotify and all that good stuff um and yeah i think that is it ben it, it looks like you're yeah. about to say something but i don't know if you are i was about to say something i saw someone uh, i watched the fellas podcast with cal freezy and Birdship, and to get people to review on their apple podcast they said if you write a funny review on Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars, we'll post it on Instagram. So oh, if you sure. want to give us a review, five right. star review, like write a funny joke or basically roast one of us or all of us and we'll put it on our Instagram Go story. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. As uh, Just to echo what Ben said, yeah. If you are listening on yeah. Spotify and Apple, uh, please do leave a review, five star review and yeah, give us your best joke. We should say this at the beginning whatever. of the podcast when the most viewers are listening. Just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're only talking to a couple of people right now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Right, just one person. Our retention rate, one watch time is 100% every single episode. Oh, look at that. Unreal. Well, well listen, we appreciate all the support. Everyone who tunes in, listens, watches on YouTube, whatever. We, we love you all and we hope you enjoy it as well. So, yeah, we, um, we, do you know, boys, actually, I'm going to say it on air so it's sort of like a we have to do it kind of thing. Oh, I was shit. thinking, you know, you know how we did like a, you know, like an all time Brighton 11 sort of episode in the last international break? I reckon we should do like a fun kind of episode in this international break. Um, yeah. So, if, if any you have any ideas, yeah, any suggestions and ideas, DM us on Instagram or comment on YouTube. Um, yeah, let us know if you want any kind of segment idea and we'll do it during the international break. Oh my God, we might have a guest actually, mightn't we? Oh, maybe, yeah. We'll, 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 Ryan, remember? <laughs> is, yeah. We won't say his name, but remember? All right, we'll sort it out after. Yeah. Anyway. We're talking to someone who's got a memory of a goldfish right here. So yeah. Like, <laughs> right, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we love you all and we shall see you next week. Peace. Peace, love and techers. Is that what I say? Love, peace and techers. Make my brain fried. Fuck's sake. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.